Welcome, listeners. It's time for another dose of the red pill. From Yahoo.com. Men's sperm counts are dropping, and scientists don't know why. Originally posted March 2nd, 2018 on Livestrong.com. There's a photo of a bunch of millennial-looking lumberjack sexual or whatever that term is. It's like metrosexual, but lumberjacks. Um, standing around, cooking what appears to be meat, but we all know what it is. It's soy substitute. A caption reads, your sperm count may be significantly less than that of men 40 years ago. That's right. Back when men were men, when they ate red meat, when they had tremendous sperm counts, and when they didn't have to listen to a woman's opinion. The topic of overpopulation has been much discussed over the past few decades, but what if the real issue is a severe decline in population? That's right. That's right. Now, normally I would say the fact that that question was posed is just as good as a statement asserting that that fact is true, and I would move on to the next article. But for the viewer's sake, the listener's sake, I will continue. It sounds like something straight out of a dystopian nightmare. But new research shows sperm counts are drastically dropping across the Western world. Researchers from Hebrew University, Hadassah Brown School of Public Health, and Community Medicine in Jerusalem announced this week that sperm count in men residing in developed countries has dropped by a whopping 50% over the past 40 years. They claim this alarming trend could potentially result in a decline in male health, fertility, and possibly even extinction if the trend doesn't turn around. That's right, listeners. Extinction of the male race. Which is exactly what the goddamn liberals want. You want to talk about companies like Monsanto putting something in your food? Why don't you look no further than your Democratic senators, than your, than your soy-based health foods, than your goddamn whole food liberal hippie bullshit? It's turning everyone into women. In fact, in recent years, I can practically feel my own penis going back inside my body. I fear I have overshared. Moving on. The study is an urgent wake-up call for researchers and health authorities around to investigate the causes of the sharp, ongoing drop in sperm count, explained study co-author Haggai Levine. After data was collected from 185 studies looking at sperm count and concentration in men from North America, Europe, Australia, and New Zealand from 1973 to 2011, researchers found that sperm count declined by 59.3% and sperm concentration declined by 52.4%. Now, let's take a look at those numbers. There's a slight disparity. What does that mean? Is the total sperm count declined by more than the concentration? Well, they're not even addressing the secondary effect that that obviously means the volume has also slightly decreased. God, what is this world coming to? 
No one wants to see a money shot that is not prolific. I do not want to see a soy-based money shot. I want to see a big, steaming, chunky... You get the point. Data from men in South America, Asia, and Africa were also examined. However, no serious decline was detected. Researchers did note that not as many studies had been conducted in these regions. Oh, well, it sounds to me like they're doing fine and conjures where well, men can still be men! Well, we are not ruled by Democrat policies of Planned Parenthood and women's rights and children's rights and we can put them in the coal mine where they belong. But I digress. You know, these days when my daughter says, I want to go be a doctor, and I say, what a woman should do is just be a good wife and mother and not worry about having a career and then the state comes in and says you are a bad man and I have to say well your pantsuit makes you look like a goddamn man as does your occupation researchers didn't look into reasons why the drop in sperm count occurred but noted the phenomenon has been previously linked to factors ranging from exposure to chemicals and pesticides to lifestyle choices lifestyle choices well what they say is lifestyle choices including smoking obesity and stress but we all know what they mean by lifestyle choices let me jog your memory quote it's a choice what I'm talking about here is the epidemic of homosexuality sweeping our nation, causing hurricanes, as the good reverend once said, and also making our sperm count drop. How are we supposed to have a prolific load when you're busy dropping it in every pool boy that comes by? Daniel Bryson, an embryology and stem cell biology specialist at Manchester University, who was asked to comment on the findings, told Reuters the study had, quote, major implications, not just for, not just for fertility, but for male health and wider public health. That's right. I'd like to see what you goddamn liberals do with your country when there's no more men left. I'd like to see you run a country when you can't even open a goddamn pickle jar. An unanswered question is whether the impact of whatever is causing declining sperm counts will be seen in future generations of children via epigenetic gene modifications or other mechanisms operating in sperm, Bryson said. Well, that sounds like a moot point to me, because unless we address the actual problems, the goddamn soy, and the other things I already mentioned, the next step is obviously to pinpoint what is causing the sperm count to decrease so dramatically. Given that we still do not know what lifestyle, dietary, or chemical exposures might have caused this decrease, research efforts to identify them need to be redoubled and to be non-presumptive as to cause, added Edinburgh's University's Richard Sharp. In the meantime, if you're concerned about your own declining sperm count, you should consider modifying your diet. And they go on to link some foods that can help make your sperm more active, healthy, and abundant. 
Now, who doesn't want their sperm to be more healthy, abundant, and active? I want to feel those little babies swimming around instead me, just like my pappy did, just like his pappy did, and just like every red-blooded American man has done since time immemorial. Um, okay, here is the meat. No pun intended. You'll get that joke in a second. It's about Bill Cosby's penis. Here we go. A grand bully, March 6th, 2018. Cosby lawyers, hashtag me too moment, makes a fair trial difficult. God! This is what I'm talking about. These crazy liberals with the crazy ideas about fair treatment. Well, if you want to be fair, let's be fair to the goddamn Mr. Cosby who brought you so much joy over the years. Norristown, Pennsylvania. The Me Too movement's making it tougher for Bill Cosby to get a fair trial, his lawyers asserted Tuesday, as they fought in a pretrial hearing here to prevent 19 additional accusers from testifying at his retrial on sexual assault charges. <laughs> Look, there are just too many of you. This is not fair. It is impossible to find a jury that is unbiased because he has literally molested 70% of the women in America, it appears at times. Prosecutors say the 19 accounts would establish a pattern of predatory conduct by Mr. Cosby. 80. Let me just say, hats off to you, Mr. Cosby, for even being able to be in this position at your age. 80 and help fend off defense attacks on the credibility of Andrea Constant, whose accusation that Mr. Cosby drugged and assaulted her in 2004 is the only one to lead to criminal charges. Mr. Cosby has said that the incident which occurred at his home near here was consensual. This is a 40-year continuous pattern, said Adrian Yappy, an assistant district attorney in Montgomery County, where the retrial would take place. But defense lawyers said allowing more accusers onto the stand would distract the jurors from the case at the heart of the trial. Becky S. James, one of Mr. Cosby's lawyers, said in the pretrial hearing, Nice, Becky. Good job, Cosby. Good job. You're learned from George Bush. You know how to pick him. Here we go. Send the pre-trial hearing uh, Tuesday. Letting in multiple mini-trials, which this would be, would end up dominating. And we do not want one group dominating another group unfairly. One is too many, she said. And that, Okay. Well, one is what it's all about. I mean, a hundred percent on your side. Totally defending Mr. Cosby the Rapist. But I'm just saying, you're being a little unfair by saying one is too many. I I mean, come on. Okay, so she says, one is too many. Nineteen is far, far too many. And I can hear you snowflakes saying, yes, we agree. That is far, far too many. Um, Perhaps we should lock him up before he does it again. And I have to say, maybe I should lock you up. Have you ever heard of a thing called due process? Have you ever heard of a thing called Fat Albert? She noted that Mr. Cosby would be at a disadvantage battling accounts that depict events said to have occurred decades ago. These are just ancient accusations, she said. Ancient accusations. Uh, much like, um, I don't know, evolution. What I'm trying to say is if you don't support Mr. Cosby, you are a... Goddamn evolutionist enabler. B. 
a soulless atheist and see a Democrat. But prosecutors said each accuser's credibility was an issue for the jury to consider and that limiting the testimony would reduce their ability to show a predatory pattern. The defense team, what about the predatory pattern of you buzzards circling around an old, sweet old man? The defense team said Me Too movement had nothing to do with Mr. Cosby. Some experts, however, say Me Too may change how people view the credibility of the accusers, and the Cosby case may be the first significant test of how a jury might be affected at trial. I think that's absolutely right. They are making it very difficult for Mr. Cosby to get a fair trial, what with all these people finally having the courage to come forward and out the predators. Okay, how is he supposed to defend his decade-long string of sexual assaults when all these people are finally being like, hey, please don't sexually assault people. It's goddamn unfair. It's un-American. Since Mr. Crosby's first trial ended in a hung jury last June, many powerful men, starting with Harvey Weinstein in October 2017, have faced public accusations of sexual assault. Three years earlier, Mr. Cosby experienced his own rush of accusations that he had hidden the history of mistreating women behind his comforting role as America's dad. Now I can hear the voice of one little snowflake popping up and being like, oh, you know, it's interesting that you use that. Uh, perhaps the quintessential America's dad is, in fact, someone who mistreats women, and perhaps that's a very apt... You know what? Go back to reading your Communist Manifesto. More than 50 women have accused Mr. Cosby, once a beloved entertainer of a drug and still a beloved entertainer. This is biased. It takes one person to love him, to call him a beloved entertainer. I love him. Therefore, you're a goddamn liar. Once a beloved entertainer of drugging and sexually assaulting him. During the last trial, prosecutors sought permission for 13 more women to testify, in addition to Miss Constantine, but Judge Stephen T. O'Neill allowed only one more to tell her story. He did not explain his reasoning then, or indicate Tuesday when he might rule on the question for the retrial. Ordinarily, prosecutors cannot introduce evidence or accusations of prior bad behavior because such evidence is viewed as too prejudicial for a jury to consider the facts of the single case before it. That's right, they are overwhelmed with the sheer number of people coming forward and saying, this man is terrible, lock him up, and it's just not fair. Alright, uh, yada yada, little bullshit, because he's so terrible, because he had a little fun. Okay, moving on. Oh, I'm all riled up. I'm gonna go take a shower and count my sperm. Red pill out!